Welcome to another show. So what are we going to title this one? Well, it's going to be on the topic of personal growth, self-development. And I firmly believe that if you're not growing, you're shrinking. There is no in between. There's, there's no in between. You're either, you're either strengthening your mind and your spirit or it's shrinking. Yep. I totally agree. And um, I thought this would be a good good time to kind of talk about our each of our personal experiences with personal development and the different types and forms and how we got into it and how it's affected our life today. Yeah, because can I just say how awesome it is that I have a partner in life and in business that believes that that personal development is is super important. That's one of the things that I am really, really, really working pretty hard to teach the kids. You know, I've got a almost 20 year old and an 18 year old. And we talk about relationships. I remember when I was first talking about relationships with, with Bo's, with my son, he'll be 20 next year, next year, next <laughs> month. And we were talking about relationships and I was telling him, I was like, you know, when you're looking for someone and you think you found that person, it can't be the person that you think completes you it has to be you working to be the best person that you can be. And then you'll attract someone who's working to be the best her she can be. And then you just come together and you work on being the best yeah. each of you can be. And that's really what I have found in you. You work very hard to be the best you that you can be. And you know that I'm working real hard to be the best me that I can be. And together we can just grow together. Neither one of us is trying to change the other or drag the other one along it just happens very organically and naturally yeah i think like just somewhere it was like instilled in me years ago that you know there's there's something greater out there like i'm meant meant for more than just the average you know life yeah Uh, and in a world where we're just so kind of programmed to to do these average things you know go to school get married work a nine to five, do the 401k thing. Nothing wrong with that, but I've always had this desire that there was something more and something greater. And through forms of personal development, I, I've, it's been able to help pull, pull those out of me and discover new methods to better myself. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. For me, it was really working on the confidence to be able to do things for myself, to be able to not rely on someone else to validate me, not rely on someone else to support me, not rely on someone else to tell me that I I can do this, I can do that. I really wanted to be that driving force for myself. And I learned how to do that through personal development. And like what we said in the very beginning, if you're not growing, you're shrinking. If you're not continuing on that path, it's a never ending path. There's no destination to this thing. It is truly a daily, it's a daily practice. Yep. So like where did it, where did, when did personal development start kind of being part of your life? I mean, was there a point in your life where you you heard the words personal development for the first time and you, you thought it was kind of you know, what do you call it? Taboo hokey. or hokey? Hokey. Well, yeah, um, because because back when I was first learning about it, it was referred to as self-help. Like there was something wrong with you that you needed help. It was the self-help section of the bookstore. Yep. And I think I've, I've been exposed to it 
for most of my life, my mom was really big into, into Oprah. Oprah was on at our house every single day at four o'clock. And I remember not actively sitting there and watching it. I mean, some episodes I would, but you know, this is back in the eighties and in the nineties and I'd just be hanging out in the living room and I was, I was exposed to it. So I would hear a lot of what Oprah had to say. And I remember, gosh, I guess it was the nineties when all the, the crazy talk shows were really coming out, the Jerry Springers and the Maury Povich. Did and you watch Jerry Springer? I Did didn't. You? I was never. <laughs> yeah, I guess some, I guess people get, get, get some, um, inspiration or help out of that watching that show I don't know entertainment entertainment yeah I was I wasn't into those shows but I do remember that Oprah saying she had to make a choice was she going to go down that path or was she going to stay true to herself and even at that young age that I was that that resonated with me so I think I've I've been exposed to it for a long time I just didn't know that that's what it was yeah yeah so like what what was your first like as an adult like what did you did you would you consider your first personal development endeavor being like a book or did you go to an event or? uh, It was a book. It was a book. And ironically it's the, by the same lady who writes the daily devotionals that I read now every single morning, I've never stuck to a devotional. Like I've stuck to this one and her name is Eon Van Zant, And I've been reading her devotional every single morning since beginning of November and every once in a while I'll post something in my stories and it never fails I'll get someone asking who is this what book is this and I send them the Amazon link and it's it's just a wonderful devotional called until today anyway back in two no 1998 1998 I I was in my first year in college I believe maybe second year And I was just in a really weird time, just in an in-between sort of phase. And she had a book come out called In the Meantime. And it was about, you know, our life is not supposed to be this this up and up experience the entire time. You Mm -hmm. are going to have some valleys. You are going to have some highs. And those highs and lows are okay. And when you're in that in-between, it's called In the Meantime. And that was the first I had heard anyone really say it's, it's okay that you're just in this middle ground. And that book was, was huge for me. Right. Well, that's good. So did, did you ever get to a point where you actually went and saw some of these people in person? Did you ever get to, I never saw her. I never saw her, but what I, I did was fast forward several years. Um, I had, probably the first intentional, really intentional, like I knew that this was what was referred to as personal growth, personal development. And that was 2015. I had just exited a very toxic marriage and I had gotten into direct sales and I started learning that if I was going to be successful in that, then I really was going to have to to do this whole self-development, personal development thing. And I wanted to learn how to be a better leader. I had built a team at that point and I wanted to be able to not be a manager. I wanted to be a leader for them. So the, I guess, arguably the biggest leader guru out there is 
John Maxwell. And I had read his book, several of his books, actually. And one of them was the 15 Laws of Growth. And he had an event in Atlanta. Cool. And I was able to go and watch him. And that was just one of the coolest things ever. He's just got the best voice. He says the best things. Ever. So much of what he said resonated with me. And that's where I got the whole, if you're not growing, you're shrinking thing. Yeah. Was that, was that a free event that he put on? It or? was something that one of, one of my leaders had tickets to. Okay. And asked me and two other girls that lived in the area if we wanted to go. And at that point, I had also learned that if you want to, if you want to excel and you want to just in general do better, you've got to go be around people who are doing better than you are. You've got to go and surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. And this was, this was one of those opportunities. So you say yes, like you find a way to make it work. So I found a way to make it work and to get to that event. So you, you, you got a free ticket, but you had to pay for like transfer, transportation and all that stuff. Well, no, because it was okay. it was in town. Gotcha. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, cool. It, we just drove. We just drove. All there. right. Yeah, so like I didn't, a book, a, a particular book didn't really get me into personal development. I just happened to fall into uh, a world of direct direct sales companies. I was trying to find, I've always trying to find ways to make extra money on the side. So um, I think my first direct sales company I got involved with was I think Plexus mm -hmm. back in 2010 met very short lived, met a lot of good people though. Um, and then another company I got in with, uh, with the, the grape juice called Mona V Yeah, and met, met at this guy's house probably once a week, a small group, learned a little bit about business in, in the direct sales world then. And then I joined Advocare in 2018 and that was, uh, put me on like a online group where we got on the, a zoom call once a week. And that's where a lot of like mindset stuff started happening. Our, our, our actual leader of that group, uh, Zach green, he was a good, he was a good coach. And he kind of started talking about some of these, like the Maxwell guy and got my wheels kind of turning. So just the, the Avocare thing was short lived because they just ironically about me being six months, seven months in, they, they pulled the plug overnight. Uh, on how they pay out their people and just it, it ruined a lot of people's lives. You, you remember that, right? I do remember that. Yeah. So luckily I wasn't too, too heavily in at that point, but I remember, uh, and ironically the Avocare world selling us a product called spark. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize would come back into full circle, uh, to a nutrition shop. Oh, I know. Cause you buying smart and Spartan smoothies wasn't even on your radar at that time. Nope. And it totally came back full circle. Yeah. So it, it allowed me to I basically in the short time I was involved with Advocare, I had built up uh, enough to where I could, I could purchase products at the maximum a discount. And of course, when, when they pulled the plug and we all kind of went our separate ways, um, I was able to kind of maintain that discount rate because of course they were still going to sell me products if I wanted them. But little did I know, you know, a year and a half, two years later that I was going to have a brick and mortar nutrition shop that would allow me to buy those products at a huge discount and resell them. So yeah, people cool love spark. Yep. They love so, it. It's been around for forever. So it's that was one uh, of our best sellers. That was probably like one of the first like things that kind of got the wheels turning and, and a lot of direct sales companies, you know, w w call them what you want to call them. Uh, what's some words people call 
direct sales companies. Just, oh, you know, just shady. I tried and, to forget. Um, <laughs> I tried to forget all the negative things it? that people the pyramid, call. the pyramid scheme. Yes, yes. So whatever, whatever you want to call it, it's to me, it's irrelevant. Um, you know, hey, call it what you call it, but, but it, it's what helped. Without going on a tangent, just just some benefits right off the rip. It, it you know, if you're working a nine to five, and you you become a, a direct sales person, you you're instantly kind of like you have your own business for a lot of times for not for cheap, you know, ninety nine bucks to join a team or something like that. But overnight, you 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 kind of become self employed, which opens up a whole other door of tax benefits. I won't talk any more about that, but something you can look into with your yeah, accountant. That it's something that you can be as involved in or not as you want to be so it's it's all a matter of what you want to do for me it was a wonderful experience because it's what sustained me as a single mom for gosh from 2015 and I could I could technically still be sustained as a single mom right now but I'm not a single mom anymore and I've got some other streams of income but it it really it was it was a wonderful experience for me yeah so Besides being another source of income and a tax break uh, for not so much money, you know, you, you think that's that's way cheaper than going and opening up an actual business. But you also get a lot of um, personal growth stuff because yeah, a lot of these companies to that. are big on uh, leadership and team building skills, and they'll hire um, um, speakers to come in and, and, and have events or do Zoom meetings. So if and anything, join a direct sales company just for that. And here's what I'm going to tell you, uh, parents, if you've got kids that are into sports or they're into band, those are the two things that I was exposed to when I was in high school. That was, that was big back then. Like, I don't even know if they still really push the leadership type stuff now, but that was where I was exposed to a lot of leadership development was when I was in band and I know sports. I bring sports up. I wasn't a captain or anything like that. I've talked before that I was actually quite the the mediocre athlete in school, but I do know that you've got to you've got to learn if you're going to be a leader of a team, if you're going to be a captain, if you're going to be a leader, you know, in your section. Or I was a drum major my senior year uh, in high school. You've got to know how to lead and not be bossy. You've got to learn how to inspire the best you can at that age but back to parents if you have kids that are in sports or that are doing band or or some of these group activities then encourage them to get involved in the leadership activities that hopefully the school exposes them to if not you know maybe plant some seeds to get them involved in some some leadership activities it's it's something that really has carried me through one of the things that I remember learning was that rolling your eyes is the most negative form of communication. I learned that at a leadership. I've never forgotten that because I was a big eye roller growing up. I'd get mm. in trouble a lot for rolling my eyes at my mom. Then they called you out on it. Well, they, they weren't calling me out, but it was something that a lot of kids do. And they were just teaching us about nonverbal forms of communication. And they were saying eye rolling is the most negative form of communication. And I was like, Oh, that one, that one hit hard. Yeah. And like leadership in general, like I know so many people that have like businesses, like I'll say like, I don't know, tree companies, roof, or you cut, you, there's a lot of them out there where they're reliant on workers and they just can't keep good help. And 
I know sometimes it can be a challenge to find good help, but at the same time, they just they just can't they can't even keep the good ones. So like they're they got they 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 rule the the nest with the iron fist. Yeah. And they're not because they're not they're not really being a leader. They're being a boss. You know, they're they're just pointing the finger, yelling instead of like teaching, mm-hmm. being a teacher or a leader. They're being trying to be the big man boss, and that's not working out too good for them. No, so. no, and for for some people, if it does, you know, good for them, I guess. But the type of person that I am, I don't I don't do too well when someone's talking at me or wanting me to do things out of fear. Like you're, you're not going to keep me around for too long if you're trying to get a job done by scaring me into getting a job done. Yep. What, what was a, uh, an event that you considered a personal growth or personal development that, that actually cost you money? Like not, not, not like a cheap, but like a kind of uncomfortable amount. <laughs> the one that we went to. We'll talk December. about that one. We'll talk about that one soon, but before that. That was the most expensive one. Um, um, now, I, it wasn't an event that I went to, but I did invest in myself for business coaching. I did that. That was a good chunk of change. That was back a couple of years ago, 2019, I guess. And that was with Ray Higdon and Inner Circle. And they would work with a group of, of people. You got a, a coach and you had biweekly check-ins. And that was the first coaching experience that I had. How much was that? Oh gosh. I want to say it was, it was, it was like five to $6,000 yeah. for six months of coaching. Yeah. I think. And it was worth every single penny. I discovered so much about myself. I had three different coaches. It was a wonderful experience. It exposed me to what I know now to be everything that I know about law of attraction. Like it was just one of those things where I just kept digging and digging and digging. And my coach would say certain things and she would talk about, um, you know, you got to put the action in, put the action in, put the action in. And I remember asking her, I was like, I'm putting all this action in, but I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. And she's like, well, it's none of your business what the results are. She's like, it's just the law of reciprocation. She's like, you're going to put the work in and it's going to come around to you. You just don't know when and you don't know how. And it's really none of your business. You just have to put the work that you know that you need to do in. And I was like, hold, 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 back up. This whole law of reciprocation thing. She's like, yeah, it's one of the universal laws. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? And it wasn't anything that she was trying to tell me, but it opened up a whole world of universal law. And I went down this rabbit hole of you know, law of attraction and how changing my mindset can change how money flows into my life, how love flows into my life. It changed so much about how I view certain things and and all that because she just mentioned one little thing. You just never know who you talk to. You never know how that's going to spark deeper conversation or something that, that, you you're ready now to know right what is it that they say when the when the student is ready the teacher appears and i've i've experienced that on many many occasions yeah so i'm i mean five or six thousand dollars that's that's a lot of money i mean that's you know for a lot of people just just not possible 
but you found a way to do it because you knew it would be worth it. Yeah, like if you, you know? if you really want to do something and it costs a lot of money and you're just like, holy crap, you'll find a way. You'll find a way, whether it's uh, borrowing the money, asking someone for the money, putting it on a credit card, which is what I did. And this is, this is coming from someone who, you know, I was, I was raised, you, you don't put things on credit cards like that. You just don't do that. Uh, a belief is just something you continue to think. So yep. I changed how I viewed debt. First of all, um, I went ahead and put it on the credit card and it, it's definitely come back in many a wonderful ways. So I don't regret that purchase at all. Yeah. When it comes to like anything that costs money that will improve somebody's life, like that's the thing is they don't, they don't look at it that way. They don't look at it as in, they don't see the the bigger picture. Like it, that goes for like coaching, any kind of like nutritional coaching, you know, how many times have we gave people our pricing and we just, they ghost on us. Yeah. Or how many times do we give away information for free right. and they do nothing with it. Um, and it, it's really just, it's really just all relative. It's, it's what is, what is the person ready for? So if, if I was to announce that I'm selling Lamborghinis, brand new Lamborghinis, Lamborghini cars for $10,000, how many people do you think would come up with the money? <laughs> They'd find it. You're dang right. You, I mean, I would have, I'd probably sell out. I probably couldn't sell Lamborghinis fast enough. So what does that tell you? That they're not putting enough value on on their their life, their mental health, their goals, but yet they'll 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 sell their everything they got to get in that flashy car. Yeah, I I'll have to ask myself how much will it cost me if I don't do it? Right. How much will that cost me if I don't? If if I don't purchase this coaching plan that I feel like could really help me. How much will it cost me if I don't do it? And just asking yourself that question right there can, can really tell you a lot. Yep. So October, September of October last year, I sold uh, one of my businesses. I sold the stump grinding business, you know, it's a chunk of money. And I was in a situation where, yes, I've used it to pay off some debt, but I had had a good bit left over and I could have, I could have went and bought a brand new sports car. I could have went and bought all kind of stuff. Um, but I held, held tight, held firm. And I knew that I was at a point in my life, a fork in the road where I had a great opportunity to dig into to some personal development. And the type of personal development that I was looking at was not cheap. So one of my first, one of my first events that I went to, uh, probably about a month after I sold the business was an event in Vegas called Game Changers. It was put on by a guy named Bradley and Renee Rodriguez. A ticket to this event was $6,000. So, and that's not including airfare and a hotel. So you're talking, what, seven, 8,000 bucks, yeah. something like that. So made it happen. And of course, you know, you're, that first purchase, you're like, man, you know, I do the right thing, but man, I'm telling you, I got out there and small group of people, like 30 people inside this room. And it's like an eight hour workshop. 
and totally worth every penny. I mean, I learned so much. These guys had notepads out, uh, very one-on-one. They were up there on a, on a whiteboard giving us, like, true strategies and techniques on how to, like, improve in all areas of life, whether it be business, social media. And then I had been following Brad Lee for a few years, so I kind of knew what he was about, but then that was the first time I'd ever saw Rene Rodriguez, and he opened up a whole other world for me. He actually talked about how what the importance is of um, – how you your your stage presence or how you how you um, carry yourself talking to a group of people or even just one on one with a person and body language and I'm like man that's something I probably need to work on because I knew that eventually and keep in mind at this point I had never been in front of a camera I was that was not something I was comfortable doing I was not about to hit the record button and do any kind of like me talking and post it it was such a big fear of mine at that point and now look at you well still still working on it. You're um, doing a great job. So, and I know lots of other people think that you're doing a great job too. <laughs> You've come it. a long way. So yeah, that event was was awesome, worth every penny. And it was through that event that I, like I said, I, I, I discovered Renee Rodriguez. Instantly followed him on the social media. I think I shared his profile with you, and that opened up a whole other world for you too. It yeah, kind of, some light bulbs went off as far resonated as resonated with me as far as tapping into yep. not just the business side of things, but the emotional side Psychological. of things. Yes. And the, um, the psychology that goes along with communicating and business, he, he really tapped into that for me. Uh, Cause a lot of times guys don't do that. A lot of times guys are like action, 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 and you know, no excuses. And, if you just need to press the record button. And if you don't, you suck. Like I just do not, I don't do the tough love thing and I don't do the, the F bombs all over the place. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I like it both. I know. I can, I, can, I, know. I can hear them both. I know. I know. But it, it, he was like a good hybrid of the tough love and the yeah. emotion. And I was like, that is someone I can get on board with. So yeah, when there was, an event that came around that that was a six thousand dollar ticket. So yeah, so here comes another one. So it's an event called Amplify that Renee Rodriguez and his wife Maddie mm-hmm. put on, and um, looked into it. And I was like, "This is this is what we need." Um, I have a vision for where I want to be. This is going to be another stepping stone to get there. So another six thousand dollar ticket plus plus hotel and travel. Yeah, and. Let me just back up just a little bit to where my mindset was at this time. I had taken a couple of years off from doing regular videos and speaking. And that was something that I had done just about every single day from 2016. I think that was about when Facebook started doing Facebook Live. I was doing videos even before that, like pre-made videos. And I was doing that up until... 2020, I think, and that was when we moved into this house and just the lighting went to crap. I was, y'all would have just had to have seen my other house. The best part about that house in Cartersville was the big windows that I had and where I could take selfies and I could take videos. And then we move into this house where it's like, it's just so dark. It was so dark. And also I wasn't used to living with another person. I was used to living with my kids, but not another person. And it was just out of my comfort zone. And I just said, you know what, videos are not what I need to be doing right now. And when you get out of practice with that, 
you you lose it. So when we started talking about doing a podcast and doing videos, the fear was really creeping in on me. But I also felt this pull because I do enjoy this. I do enjoy sharing my experience. There's certain things that some people are uncomfortable talking about. I'm not uncomfortable talking about it. And I do believe that if God places it on your heart to where you're okay talking about certain things, then that's something that that I needed to embrace and I wanted to embrace it. I just felt like I was paralyzed with fear and going to that event helped break that ice and gave me the confidence that I needed in order to get in the studio with you and to be able to do these, these podcasts. Yeah. So amplify the, the ticket we, we purchased. What, what month was that? Was that January? No, I'm sorry. It was December. December. So yeah, $6,000 each plus the travel and we get there and it was a, it was a rough, what, two days, three days, three day workshop. Yeah. It was was Friday evening and all day. Well, it was, no, it was Thursday evening, all day, Friday, all day, Saturday. Yep. And, but yeah, just totally, totally small group, maybe 10 people in the room and just totally, totally kind of peeling some layers back and getting you out of your comfort zone. And, you know, you're, you're having to speak in front of people. And at the time in the moment, it's, it's, it's like torture, but by the, by day three, you can see a, a, a new version of everybody that came to that event. They have, they have more confidence. They, they can see some hope and light at the end of the tunnel for some battles they've been fighting for a long time. It was really cool to see that with, with everybody. Yeah. Cause a lot of times when you're communicating with someone, whether it's in business or most of the people there, I mean, they were in, in mortgages, there was real estate, there's us as coaches. Uh, there's several different types of business people that were in there. And a lot of times there's just certain walls that are built up around you because of things that you've experienced. Gosh, we, we were seeing going back to as Childhood. a kid yep. and uh, being able to peel those layers back. It was, it was intense. It was, it was like just a big old group therapy session but once once you own that story though then it gives you the confidence to be able to get out into the world because you can you can rewrite that story there's nothing that anyone can say that can uh, write it for you once you own it then it's it's very empowering it's very empowering and that that speaks a lot to you to confidence too yeah and he had that event helped me realize that I still had a cool story to tell. I just, what happened to me was I just been living this, this lifestyle so long. I forgot about my story. Oh my gosh. How you got it. Yes. So, you know, they help, they help kind of pull that, pull that out of me. And, you know, cause it's about relatability. Right. And if, if we forget where we started, then we don't have any kind of, I don't know the word for it the the connection that we need to have with people when they come to us asking us for nutrition coaching or just fitness advice or whatever it is that someone's coming if we can't remember what it was like to be in their shoes then we lose we lose credibility with them because they're just looking at us saying oh well you've always been this way no we haven't always been this way and i think that was a, a rediscovery for you was yep. was that you have gone through transformations you haven't always been this way nope nope so that was that was an awesome event and then i appreciate you tagging along with me on that one 
That was awesome for us to go do together. I hope we can do more in the future. Um, my next event that I personally went to was a, an event in Nashville. I actually backed that up. Salt Lake City, Utah. I forgot about that, which is my new favorite, one of my new favorite places. Yes, you love Salt Lake. <laughs> Everybody's so nice. Uh, it's beautiful, the mountains. And uh, this, is an event. this event was called Vertical. It was an event put on by a guy named Rob Bailey and Keaton Hoskins, which if you, any of you are on social media and are in the fitness community, you, you probably know Dana and Rob Bailey. And then Keaton Hoskins, um, middle name, he's known as The Muscle. He's, uh, he's got a TV show on uh, Discovery called Diesel Brothers, and they're, they're always making crazy trucks and doing stunts. But anyway, this, this event ticket was around 1500 bucks, and flew out there. It's another, another small se- uh, setting, maybe 30 people in a room. Uh, saw other um, speakers, Christian Gomez, which is the founder of 3D Energy Drink and Alpha Land Gym, and girl named H- hannah eden and then I, the guy that does the lines not sheep sean whalen got to hear all these guys speak and just man that that was probably the the one event that propelled me to where when i knew when i left there i had to come back and hit record and start doing videos um i mean that was every one of those guys were just just not like personally calling me out like but i felt like i was being called out like you know what is your problem you know if 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 you know, if you got this fear of what other people think or how you look, man, just don't screw that. Just hit record and post it. And I literally came back and found me a little spot and hit record and, and posted it. And, you know, I just like, it is what it is, but I had some people comment on it and people like it. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just being a little bit too hard on myself. And, uh, cause we are our own worst. Critics. Yeah. So it ended up not being as painful as I maybe thought it would be. And since then, I've, I've done a good bit more, but I'm still working on it. It's still not 100% comfortable, but way better than, than what I was last year. So that was, uh, was, was definitely a, um, a game-changing event for me. You're saying this is an ever-evolving thing. There right. is no destination to all of this. So That's it. Let's touch on maybe, maybe really the, because you didn't start off making these big purchases. I didn't start off making these big purchases. How can people just start today and get the personal development ball rolling? It can be something. where I think some had some jobs change and it just didn't come together. But I think it's so cool that I've had this vision for, for so many years of this just ultimate website where people can go to learn and, and get better. So I thought that was pretty cool. So you're saying this is an ever evolving thing. There right. is no destination to all of this. So that's it. Let's touch on maybe, maybe really the, 
Because you didn't start off making these big purchases. I didn't start off making these big purchases. How can people just start today and get the personal development ball rolling? It can be something as simple as doing an audio book, listening to this podcast, this right here. This is considered personal development where it really, where the rubber really hit the road for me was really sitting and looking through Pinterest, looking through motivational quotes. Those were things that really helped me when I was just in my darkest of darkest days. Um, You know, I, I touched before a little bit on being in the marriage that I was in and where I really had to do some strengthening myself was if I wasn't going to let him totally crush my spirit, I had to do something in order to build my own confidence up because it definitely wasn't going to come from him. So where I had talked before, where my confidence came from, it came from my mom telling me that I'm pretty and I'm smart and I'm good. And I didn't learn to do that for myself. Well, then that puts, that puts my confidence in the hands of someone else. And then when I go into the marriage that I'm in and I start hearing things like I'm a terrible cook and I'm not a good housewife and I don't keep the house clean enough and I just am not doing anything right, it seems that can that can do a number on your self-esteem. And I didn't at that time there there was no finding the money. It did not feel like in that time of my life that there, there was a way to find the money to go and go to an event or do these things. I mean, I could barely go to the gym <laughs> without having someone question me for how long I was there and why was I wearing what I was wearing. I mean, seriously. So I had to dig deep and I had to find ways to strengthen my own self-esteem. And that came from Pinterest, for goodness sakes. That came from reading motivational quotes on I am worthy. I mean, it started that simply of just telling myself that I am worthy. And from there, being able to strengthen my, my own self that trickled down to my kids. It helped me be able to stand up to him when I couldn't stand up to him before. And that helped give me the confidence to be able to make the extra money that I needed to make and started making. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, I, I can, you can go back and look at my archive stories or, or on Instagram and it, yeah, you're right. That was probably like one of the first, I, I call low hanging fruit on everything, but like I post, I, w- I would post like a inspirational quote, like almost daily. Sometimes, yeah. you know, and some twice people a day. think those things are so cheesy, but they, yep. they can serve a purpose if you let them serve a purpose. And for me, they, it definitely served a purpose because I was even I was either going to strengthen my own self-esteem or I was going to let someone totally crush it into nothing. And at that point, it felt like it was crushed into nothing. And I had written about this in my stories. I was like, I was determined not to get a divorce. And I did not want my kids to grow up in two separate households. I grew up in two separate households and I had two sets of very loving parents and I had a great situation considering that my parents were divorced, but I didn't want my kids to grow up that way. So I was determined to do what I needed to do in order to stay in that marriage. And I was like, I need to be able to not let what he says to me 
affect me in the way that it's affecting me. So that very thing that I did to be able to handle the marriage that I was in and I was married for 15, 16 years. I, I'd sit there and have to do the math cause I really can't remember, uh, exactly how long sometimes, but, um, I was able to take what I had learned from simple Pinterest quotes and building myself up. That was the courage that I needed in order to leave that marriage. Because what I really needed to do was to, to gosh, I would have rather been alone than been with someone who was working daily to crush my spirit into absolutely nothing. Yeah. And it was, I posted a lot of quotes from is it Jim, Jim Rohn. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved his stuff. So yeah, there's, there's all kind of like, you don't have, you don't have to purchase the big tickets that, that comes later on, you know, once you start kind of evolving and, and getting better and better and refining and peeling layers back, you may get to a point where, where you're ready to purchase a, an expensive event ticket and, you know, if you're at that crossroads where you're asking yourself, is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. But that doesn't take the first step. Um, no, and your your body will tell you when it's time to do something more. Because even for me, I was starting to read the exact same quotes over and over and over again. They get, they get a little boring. Yep. And they get boring. And the books that you read will start to get boring. And you'll sit there and you're like, I feel like I've heard this time and time and time again. And it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just means that... Your body is telling you, your spirit is telling you that it's, it's time to level up. So what, if you had to pick one book to, to recommend to the listeners on uh, something that's just good for like overall personal development and growth and maybe giving somebody some like, you know, oomph to just get going and whatever it's in business relationship wise, um, what would that book be? And you know, why, why do you recommend it? Oh my gosh, that's such a loaded question. <laughs> that is such a loaded question. For the ladies, it's easy. For the ladies, it's it's anything by Jen Sincero. <laughs> She's amazing. And I say for the ladies because uh, as I sit here and re-listen to some of her stuff, I can I can see where she's it it would resonate with women more than what it would resonate with with the guys. But I will say, as I'm sitting here looking through my Audible, I do a lot of Audible. I, I have a hard time sitting and actually reading actual books. But David Goggins never finished. Man, that book, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restart that here in the next month or so. I've got like a timeline in my head of when I wanted to listen to it again. But his, his first book, Can't Hurt Me, did not resonate with me as much. But his second book for surely did. And you will also find that if there's books that you just don't feel like is for you, like it doesn't mean that the book is bad. It just means you're not in that place to be able to receive it. So there's quite a few books that I would start to listen to. And I'm like, I can't handle this. I just, especially David Goggins, I was not mentally strong enough to be able to handle what he was saying. And when it comes to books and personal development, I will say that that my mental strength is directly proportionate to what I'm willing to listen to at that time. And back in 2018, I was not I was not ready to listen to David Goggins, but I am now. And I love I love his second book. That one is really, really good. Yeah, and I think 
you know, men and women are wired so different. Um, I think for the guys, they may, they may get a lot out of the first book because mm-hmm. I, I sure as you, heck did. You definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Goggins uh, book can't hurt me, which is his first book. So if you're, if you're a dude, uh, I definitely say down, download that one or just look up some of Do- David Goggins videos on YouTube and his podcast. He's been a guest on probably a hundred different platforms. So, uh, you could you can kind of get some highlights and sneak peeks of what he's about on a podcast, and then if you're a, a man that's kind of get trying to get your mind right wrapped around the financials, um, the best book I've ever read was uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. That was amazing. I mean, that really that really you take you take two different fellers. You know, uh, uh, he's got a rich dad, he's got a poor dad, and they both have different money mindsets and different lifestyles, and it it, it really does a good job of teaching you. Um, all the different avenues of, of the financial world and money and how to get your, your mind right about money in general. So that's probably my two favorite books as far as the, the mindset stuff, David Goggins and um, the money stuff, you know, uh, rich dad, poor dad. So that's, that's my top two. And of course there's podcasts too. I mean, oh, your podcast, you, know, you can general. look stuff up on YouTube. There's so many free resources out there. That, that if you wanted to, see, this is one of those things, if you really wanted to dive into this whole world that includes everything from leadership to business to money, spirit, it encompasses so much. You, you, can, you can figure out a way to learn anything that you want to about it. Yeah, so, um, you know, if you're a person that, this, in this like life where you feel like you're stuck or you're just kind of living this like rhythm every day, every week, you know, ask yourself, you know, out of 24 hours you have in a day, how much of that day are you carving out to like truly work on your, your mind and, and habits? You know, what are you listening to? Who are you hanging around? You know, we have, and we have time, you know, your, your drive to work, you're on the, you're in the gym, you're, you're cutting grass or sitting at home instead of watching you know, some meaning, meaningless TV show, which there's nothing wrong with that at times, but try to car, try to plug in some kind of knowledge, you know, whether it's a, a audible book or a podcast or uh, scrolling Pinterest, something as simple as that to get inspired and grow because we'll, we'll end the show just like we started it. If you're not growing, you're shrinking, shrinking. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>